0: The people of the capital think they're sane. Shockingly, they even dare to think they're the sensible ones. Personal letter from the Salamander Grupa after passing the censors. June 29, Unified Year 1927, Imperial Capital Birun Rail plus Road makes Railroad. Much like the Royal Road or the Roman highways of yore, these are the arteries of states. In the modern day, railroads are aortas of steel spanning vast distances, linking cities to cities, and of course, the fatherland to the war front. The railroad is notable for connecting critical points and facilitating the movement of goods and citizens. More importantly, it organically binds otherwise disparate entities into a nation-state. To the Empire, a land-based military powerhouse, there could be no better method of wartime transport than rail. Resilient and reliable infrastructure is the cornerstone of any war machine. That is what makes the railroad the source of our power. So to call Imperial Capital Birun's front door, Central Station, the heart that pumps life through its network of tracks and trains might even be an understatement. After all, the level of strain this system is regularly subjected to would be far too much for a body of flesh and blood. It can only be sustained by a heart of steel, arterial railways, and a densely populated core that runs on steam. As far as Tanya can tell from her view through the window of the passenger car, which is slowly pulling into the station. There is no end to the stream of arriving trains, passengers jumping on or off them, and people bidding them farewell. Though it doesn't quite live up to the flowery language featured in the newspaper she just hurled at an empty seat in disgust, the scene certainly does speak to the strength of the empire. Most of the cargo being loaded must be military supplies succinct proof that this state, the Empire, is steadily sending supplies to the front lines and receiving them from the factories. The view of the hustle and bustle outside the first-class window is the same as always. I guess I made it back. The deeply emotional words escape Tanya's lips in a quiet murmur. What a fortunate turn of events that she was able to leave the Eastern Front before the dry season arrived bringing with it renewed major combat operations. Though fierce fighting continues unabated on the Eastern Front, the military is at least maintaining the bare minimum of sending units back for reorganization and rest. This is why even the veteran Lergenkampfgruppe has gotten a chance to return home for recuperation and resupply. Maybe Lieutenant General Zator is looking out for us more than I thought. As if. Tanya smiles wryly. Our losses are too high to be ignored. And considering how much heavy equipment we need to replace, there's nothing special about being rotated out. Some heavy equipment needs to be transported separately. So Captains, Ahrens, and Maybert are buried in shipping documentation and requisition forms. All evidence that the bureaucracy is steadily working on our reorganization in the home country knowing that it means parting from the yells of the Federation's soldiers, their unending assaults, and their bizarrely well-armored arsenal. Even my warmongers must be happy to dig into some paperwork for a change. A light knock on the door interrupts those thoughts. The one requesting entry is First Lieutenant Serebriakov. Colonel, we've arrived! Beaming as she delivers her report, Tanya's adjutant looks incredibly happy for some reason. Maybe it would be more accurate to say she's carefree. Home at last. Yes, it's been so long since we were last in the capital. We finally made it back. Her subordinate's voice is cheerful, but Tanya clearly isn't in a good enough mood to smile back.